Good morning, everybody. This is the Penalty Loop Podcast Olympic Edition unedited. Hey, good morning once again. Good morning once again. It's been uh, about what an hour and a half since we last spoke. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, quite a lot has happened. No kidding. Yeah. So, uh, all right. What do we think? Um, impressive with Fiomaye, uh, especially the shooting to shoot cleaning conditions like this. Yeah. Yeah, um, I definitely want to. I definitely want to come back to that point in particular in a in a little mm-hmm. bit. But yeah, that was that was amazing. I feel feel a little bit for uh, Johannes Tingas. Mm-hmm. Um, I must I must say, looking at his times and um, like he was very unlucky on the third shooting, I think, with the wind. Mm-hmm. But yep. um, so it's hard to say because his last, I think, the fifth course time he was like 51st or something like he lost a lot of time but um i mean doesn't help if you have to ski almost a kilometer extra so yeah yeah it, it's hard to say what uh, what would have happened could have happened but um just a little uh unfortunate that the wind played a bit of a role there but uh i mean doesn't take anything away from uh Fionnier. if he can shoot clean under those conditions and uh and what the ski speed he's having that's yeah. uh he's the pursuit king yeah yeah it's uh i think he he didn't win the first one i don't remember what place he had and he's won every single pursuit the rest of the season it's uh yeah. it doesn't really matter where he starts he can be in the lead he can be a little bit further back he just he just is amazing i would love to and and this is i just had this thought right now i would love to see his shooting in pursuit races versus all the rest of the races Hmm. Um, I mean, he's not a bad shooter otherwise, but it feels like every single pursuit, he's like 19 for 20 or 20 for 20. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, uh, I'm making a note of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, he was a, it was a tremendous race. Just like I said, with, with Royceland, like, right. This is a, an absolutely deserving winner. I mean, not that there are any undeserving winners, but, um, I just he's he's been great start to finish this season. He's been great in uh, pursuit races this season, and he had he did have the perfect race. Yeah, yeah, and another person who uh, had an almost perfect race, although if you see him cross finish line, he didn't show that. But uh, Lucas Hoffer, yes, what a what a performance, and uh, yeah, just just a little what was it like less than 20 seconds short of a medal but um I mean, yeah and you wonder like you know I, I, you probably gave up he probably gave up uh, a little bit there towards the end i gave up mm-hmm. right word he probably just let off the gas but um yeah you know we talked about uh tira and and kind of what she's gone through and parts of it hofer's had a similar story this year yeah so it's uh you know great to see him have a have a, a terrific race today Ah oh, man, that would have been it would have been an amazing story if you would have uh, gotten on the on the medal stand. Yeah, no kidding, eh? Um, and Latipov, I yeah. mean, he's he's back. Yeah, oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, he had the, the the best pursuit time or the the isolated time or whatever you want to call it, but uh, basically the time without the uh, minute or the seconds back. Yeah, this is the guy we saw back in uh, in December you yeah. know, when he was tearing it up, and he was sort of the surprise. Uh, surprise guy in the top five um 
he, we, we've been saying that, you know, what would, what would he look like being in the Olympics? And then we started saying, well, he looks like he's back to his normal self. You're totally right. I mean, he's back. This is, <laughs> this is almost better than he was back in December. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. I, I wonder, does he, uh, does he, uh, make a copy of his medal and I believe give it to, uh, to Eric Leiser? Um, I'm was sure it, there are some exchanges of, uh, yeah, of friendship was... and, uh, and that kind of thing between those two. Yeah. That was a, that is, that's a, a, a great story. I mean, it's, it was already a great story, but even cooler now. It might be a new strategy for uh, preparing for the Olympics. Just uh, yeah, take right, a couple yeah. weeks off right before it and then uh, <laughs> do some biking yeah. in your hotel room. And... <laughs> yeah. Who knew? Who knew that was the, the real thing? <laughs> everyone buy yourself a Peloton. You're good to go. Yeah. Um, and then, and then Taribo, right? So, uh, oh, awesome he, for him. Yeah. Back to back. I was, I didn't know, I had no idea how he was going to do today. And, and you called it, uh, when we spoke earlier, you know, it kind of, it lifts you up, uh, after, uh, you know, after getting that, uh, getting that bronze, uh, just yesterday. Yeah. And it's, it's so, so cool to see, you know, an older athlete, um, who's, who's been around and has seen it all, but, uh, the excitement in his face. Yeah. I mean, you can't expect anybody to be just you know not excited but i mean he he just he looks like a boy who just you know is 19 and and just started yes. biathlon and uh and had some surprise wins or something so yeah he just he looks so thrilled he's just tickled to his toes that yeah you know what what he's been able to go out there and do and honestly like he should be <laughs> it's a great race oh, for sure yeah 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 um, and I it just, you know, in, in, you know, we talked about the, the brothers yesterday and how exciting it was for them to both be on the podium. And obviously, uh, Johannes Dignes didn't, didn't make the podium today, but I, you have to imagine that he's going to be just as happy for his brother as his brother always has been for him. Oh, they're, absolutely. they're so tight. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, uh, you know, of course he, he wanted to get a medal, but, uh, I think the next be best thing is that his brother's brother gets one. So absolutely. And you know what, to be, to, to get in fifth with seven misses is still, you know, <laughs> I know that's very impressive. And, uh, Ponsaloma did, did something similar with nine misses and still becoming 11th. So 11th, hey, do you want to talk about that real quick? The number of misses we saw today, obviously it was, this is the trickiest shooting that we saw since the mixed relay, but we saw just some, some huge numbers. Yeah. And I think it is exemplified by, uh, our friend Ligret who, you know, yep. hasn't been his normal shooting self in the last couple of weeks but uh 10 misses on the day is it's yeah, bad beyond just, belief yeah there's just no other way of putting it i mean it's yeah. 50 percent, and i it was it was tricky but i mean that was the worst of everybody right yeah but but i find it um when i when i look at the shooting results it's amazing how it's not everybody who had a lot of misses like there's still Hoffer mm -hmm. yeah. and fiona with zero uh, yep, misses, and Latipov and, and Taribo and Reese all had one miss, and yeah, yeah, and Leitner, Leitner, Leitner leave him from, out from going from, from 46, 46, yeah, to 10 with one miss. So, uh, it was still possible, and and I don't know if it was just a different tactic, yeah, uh, that they took it slower, but uh, yeah, amazing. I mean, th that that impressed me most, right? When when there's you know, good shooters that have six, seven, mm -hmm. eight, nine misses, and then you still manage to shoot, shoot clean. And sure, maybe the wind conditions were more favorable, but but you you know, it wasn't a dead wind by any means for anybody. No, no, and you would think over the course of 
four different shooting, you know, stops that yeah, it would even out a little bit, right? You get might get lucky once, might get unlucky once, and sort of have be in the middle two oh, other yeah. times. But yeah, um, yeah, that's uh, it was just uh, it was well, you know, we saw we talked about after the mixed relay, you know, you could see some some wild swings, and uh, we didn't really see them at the top so much, but you saw people like uh, you know Hofer coming up from from fourteenth and. Uh, Destiel came from from 24th, and you, we mentioned Lightner from 46th. So mm-hmm. a bunch of people were able to to really come up from from further back. Yeah, and it that first lap there was a shot of um, I think it was Taribo, and the wind was just howling like yes. when he was still on the skis, right? Yeah, and you could even hear it in the in the broadcast, the the wind in the camera or in the in the microphones, and and it was just the snow was just blowing mm-hmm. sideways and. But then when they got to the stadium, I think it, it died out a little bit. It was maybe some protection. But um, yeah, it was definitely uh, different conditions than what we've seen so far. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And even different um, from the from the women's race. That's exactly what I was going to say. Is it was it changed in the in the hour or so between the races, and the yeah. women didn't have. It wasn't like dead wind, but it was much easier shooting conditions uh, than the men had. I would say so. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could just see it on that first lap as they're going around, and the wind was just absolutely, just like you said it was howling. I mean, the the, the snow was blowing all over the place, and that was, mm-hmm. but what did you? Uh, I was, <laughs> I was a little disappointed with the the race for silver, how it how because they yeah. all there was basically three of them that that got out of the uh, shooting yep. area, but they're all within uh, all within four seconds. Bow, yeah, Tari Bo was like, "Yeah, I'm not having this. I'm I'm out of here." <laughs> yeah, he just dropped the hammer, and yeah. and I thought, you know, because Vladipov had actually he looked really good earlier in the race, mm-hmm. um, and he just didn't he just was, didn't even have a ability to keep up to the first checkpoint, uh, and then Hofer, Hofer he just was done. Yeah, and I uh, I think Tari Bo, and and I think experience comes into play there, but uh, the way he built up his his uh, his laps. Is, uh, yes. You know, he he had the fastest course time on the fifth lap. Did he really? So he, yeah, he had uh, lots in the tank still, and yeah. and he seemed very controlled and and uh, not pushing it to the limit in the uh, the first four laps. So good for uh, him. Yeah, I was say, I don't know I don't know exactly what the if there's any any distance difference between the the last lap and the the rest of the laps, but yeah, kind of officially at, there isn't. But I yeah, don't know. I was always, looking uh, at his, his lap times. It was. 653, 647, 650, 650, 640. Yeah. I'm actually most impressed that he went 652 laps in a row. I mean, the difference was 0.1 seconds. That's wow. That's like a metronome. Consistency for you, eh? <laughs> yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I, he, yeah, you're absolutely right. He, he set out, and I wonder if there wasn't like a little bit of mental game too. He's like, I'm just going to try to dust these guys early and, you know, yeah. put, them on, put them on the back foot and, and uh, see if I can't just ski away from him. Well, and it's funny where you saw Hoffer was kind of dropped right away out of the stadium, mm-hmm. but then later he clawed back again. So it really makes you think: would would it have been a better strategy to uh, to try to hang on? But maybe, maybe he just couldn't. Yeah, maybe he tried. He just couldn't. There was a little rise. It, lo- it looked like early on, mm-hmm. and, and Hoffer was just almost like he was going backwards uh, yeah. from 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 Latipov and. Um, no, you're right though. I mean, he, he did look like he was able to, to sort of claw it back a little bit later. Yeah. I, I, you know, I still think fourth place after everything that, that he went through earlier this year, that's, 
he we we've talked about the fourth place finishers a lot uh, mm-hmm. after the races, and and he definitely looked disappointed. But he he he's got to look back on this at some point and realize that this was a, a great race. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, our other cat, our usual number four, Tvetkov, not having <laughs> a very good day in the range. No, yeah, it was sort of a I, average for the for everybody. Right, I mean, he had six misses. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it just just tumbled down a little bit. Um, what do you think of? Uh, I'm going to lump them both together here because I I have sort of similar feelings about both, even though they're quite different. But Samuelson and uh, Jacqueline were eight and ninth. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the reason I say I have similar feelings about them is that uh, before, you know, back in, in December, definitely thought these guys were going to be heavy metal favorites or metal contenders. Yeah. And, you know, they've, they've both been a little rockier since we got to, you know, the, the last few weeks and in, in Beijing. But, um, yeah, you know, they, they finished right next to each other. Took different paths, but there they are. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm just trying to see where they ended on, uh, I think, Jacqueline had the 10th isolated time and Samuelson the 13th. Um, yeah, so, that, that yeah. makes sense. Right, with I Samuelson starting a few bibs ahead. Kind of disappointing race for both of them. Yeah, I um, I, I had sort of uh, little hopes that they might be able to, you know, a, a day like today with the sort of uh, difficult shooting conditions, they could shoot pretty well maybe and or and, and fight their way into it, but and it's just yeah i mean and we've said this before this is why we love biathlon but uh just so unpredictable right like if you look at smolsky who was you know bronze medal in the in individual with zero mm-hmm. misses and now he has six yeah 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 from like one day said, to the next uh, it's, it can yeah. be so difficult to to build momentum to to keep form together mm-hmm. so it makes the guys like uh you know we've seen it from uh from jt boo for so long and then and Fiomai this year, just the the guys who are able to be consistently very good, men and women, I shouldn't say guys, but yeah. consistently good. I mean, it's hard to keep it going from week to week. Oh, for sure, yeah. Or let alone a whole season. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Maybe a small update on uh, Tan Revolt. Oh, uh, yes. The last yeah. I read is uh, that they did check for her heart based on her uh, previous issue, but it seems mm-hmm. like it's not related to that. And yeah. um, what what I read last on the, uh, the Norwegian website is that she was still trying for silver and just pushed herself over the limit. Yeah, and she was basically to, uh, imploded. So yeah, it went way into the red. Yeah, yeah. But oh, uh, man. I, you know, I will I will say this: uh, it is not common that athletes are able to push themselves like that into that to that mm-hmm. level of pain. Um, yeah. For most athletes there, and for most people. Uh, just your self-preservation instinct kicks in. Um, so, I, you know, I, I hate to compliment somebody for, you know, having such a, a struggle there, but it's actually, yeah. it's, it's amazing that she was able to do that. Her drive to get silver was so strong that she... Yeah, not just settling for bronze, yes. right? Because, I mean, it, she could have easily, well, not easily, but she could have done that. And, yeah. Um, she went yeah. for it and just and completely depleted herself. Yeah. I, I would like her not to do that again. Um, yeah, no a, kidding, a fan, hey? right? Nah. But, but well, uh, and I and I, I also think the, the sheer joy that Roisland and uh, Eckhoff showed I, that came gave me the feeling that okay, Tanrevold must be okay because I I couldn't imagine that they were yeah going to yeah. show that otherwise. Yep. So uh, yeah, they were they were yeah. If if 
Tangerold was is in any difficulty, they it would have been much more muted. Yeah. But yeah, sorry, back to the men. But uh, no, 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 that was that hmm. was a, I I meant to actually say something a little bit earlier, um, and I just got wrapped up uh, in what we just saw. Um, you know, it's interesting. I there were a couple of guys who I, I sort of had my eye on, uh, just as maybe they could make make a make a move. Um, we talked about uh, Lagred and his ten misses earlier, but we you know Christian Gao um, mm-hmm. at one point. You know, I was hoping might be able to to move his way up, and and unfortunately did not. Um, and Scott Gow as well, but you know yeah. they finished. It was it was if you just take their this race in isolation and said you know if you had told me a month ago that they finished twentieth uh, and thirty fifth in the pursuit of the Olympics, I'd be pretty excited. Um, yeah, but, and I, I was actually very impressed by Bernard and Renault's too. Yes, uh, yeah. Unfortunate for for Christian Gow that he uh, he actually dropped to the to the lowest position of the Canadians. Yeah, uh, but Scott Gow had a great race, and uh, Bernat and Runnels, uh, even though they had five misses, but they're still in the top thirty. So, uh, yeah, you know, four four I, in the top thirty-five. That's uh, you know, if you're looking for a, a, an upset uh, top five for the men's relay, yeah, they've done it before. Yep. Yeah. Not so. not that long ago. Yeah. So that would be. I mean, that'd be pretty neat. Um, fingers crossed mm-hmm. uh, that they're able to to do it, and then also. Um, uh, another another team that caught my eye was the Ukrainians. Um, they had three at least in the in the top twenty three, mm-hmm. which was yeah. You know they're always they're always solid, it, it, rarely amazing, but always solid. Always there, hey? yeah, yeah. They're always just uh, just fighting fighting away. So uh, you know that somebody some another group I'll be keeping my eye, eye on. Germans, yeah, the sixth, twelfth, nineteenth, and. Uh, 32nd actually dulled the yeah, a little the, bit of a the last or the lowest position. Yep. Um, so they could have a, a good relay as well. Yeah, you know what's interesting is that it looks like Lacer's not going to be in the relay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and if you would have asked me a couple weeks ago, I'd have thought he would have been a shoe in. Yeah, especially on that first lap, he uh, he he's always so strong. Yeah. Even even when the uh, the individual races are not going very well, he's still always impresses in the first lap so uh who knows but i i don't know i have uh based on the fact that he did that uh race for the reserves yeah sounds like uh, he's not gonna be in it he's not gonna be in it probably yeah, yeah i mean i mean between reese and uh kuhn and and dole i mean usually dole uh should, i don't know i'm just, i'm surprised i, I, I mm-hmm. i'll be honest i'm just i'm just surprised by that decision yeah and you know there might be something else going on too but he won the he won the reserve race, so um, <laughs> obviously he's not not feeling too bad. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, just going through my notes, I don't think I had anything else that stood out to me per se. No, my, we we talked about all the big things, and the the, the big the big uh, thing I saw was just the the shooting, the the wind, the conditions yeah. were much more difficult. Yeah. Um, do we know why uh, uh, Vager didn't start today? Um, no, I do not. Yeah. I, I know, uh, yeah, Swiss didn't have a very good day because uh, another Swiss, yeah, Berk, Berkhalter was was lapped. Yeah. And it was interesting because I, I saw him lap, but he because I know typically in the uh IBU world they get taken out of the race as soon as they get lapped, but he yeah. seemed to stay in it. But then yeah, later on, he, he showed as uh, did not finish or lapped, yeah, anyway. So, uh, maybe he just yeah. refused to get off. Yeah, maybe he was like, I'm, I'm doing this, guys. You can't stop me. I'm at the Olympics. <laughs> 
And honestly, I, I wouldn't blame him. No, of course, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that was uh, those were those were my big uh, my big hitters. Good race, though. Uh, I mean, we didn't get the uh, in pursuit and and mass start where they all cross the finish line. You know, yeah. on a, who, who crosses first wins. We didn't see a spectacular finish, but uh, you know, it's another demonstration of dominance, and, and you can't that, can't take that away from him. So, uh, absolutely excellent race again. Yeah, and, and we talked about it earlier, but the top four. I mean, they they it was a difficult shooting day between the four of them. They had two misses combined. Yeah, um, as they they all. I mean, they they performed well. They did what they needed to do to get there. Absolutely. Um, any thoughts uh, going forward towards the mass start? I, I don't even know if we have like the the total the total uh, lists yet. But um, any, well, uh, any mean, early thoughts? How can you go against Fionnier? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Bo has had a, a great tournament, and or sorry, uh, Johannes Tingas. Yeah, has yeah. had a, a great tournament, and he can definitely be up there. But uh, you know, he as we discussed earlier today was uh, his shooting is still a little bit, you know, questionable sometimes. Yep. And uh, he proved that today, but um, yeah, who, who knows who, who shows up at, uh, at the mass start, but uh, yeah, Kentan Fiumine must be the one to beat. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, I think at this point we, we had, we were talking about how difficult it was to, to sort of, to make sense of uh, who would be up there uh, before the pursuit race. I think it's a Fiumine in a, in a, class by himself and then yeah i would say uh johannes dingness yeah you can't live out taribu i mean just no i was just thinking that, yeah yeah and latipov and, and i mean even hofer if you yeah. look at the result today like how can you not have him as one of the at least outsider favorites but uh absolutely i'm sure i'm sure after that race we'll be like oh were we ever off hey yeah, <laughs> no, it's always a completely different. I know, different I know you'll have like Desio will be up there, and and uh, Samuel Sennon will be like, well, you know, of course you can see it coming because yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's hard to believe that we're getting towards the end of these Olympics. We only got uh, I know. four races left, and it's the relays first, right? Uh, relays first, and then mass start. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although yeah. one of the one of the relays starts at two forty-five our time. Wow, my time, I should say. Your time is going to be twelve forty-five. Right. Yeah, I think I looked at that and thought, oh, maybe that's the one night that I'll just stay up for. Just stay up. Yeah. Yeah. Because it'll it'll finish, and then anyway, that's just gonna be that's tough. (laughs) This is this is what you have to do to be a North American biathlon fan. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, there's no way around it. No. All right. We may. Was there a? This is completely off topic, in a sense. But uh, do you know if there's anything planned for Canmore or Soldier Hollow? Uh, I think I, Canmore in, in two years from now. In two years, I think they, I think they're they're tentatively scheduled for back to back weeks two years from now. Okay. Yeah, I think if they're if they're coming over here. They might as well do it. Although I'm sure they'll race it in the in the middle of the morning, so uh, so Europe has a perfect yeah, those, time for it, right? Yeah, those exactly. Yeah, those will be <laughs> nine a.m. races or something like that. Yeah. No, yeah. oh, you know what? Honestly, it'll be it'll be fine. It'll be it, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, much better than waking up at at three. Yeah. No, for sure. All right, man. Have a wonderful rest of your Sunday. You as well. All right. And looking forward to the next race. Sounds good. Okay. Bye. Take care. Bye.